swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Trackman a level against all the odds! Jennings. There's the kick. Scoreboards! This is Buxton, away from Backinson, this is Pringle, now Caprice, Caprice with the cross, the header, it's in, it's Connor Jennings! Right then, what's happening? Welcome back once again to the This Is Tramia Instant Post Match Reaction Podcast. At This Is Tramia on Twitter. My name is Matt Hibbert, at Matt Hibbert on Twitter. I'm going solo this evening. Jake Keogh is still in prison, and Paul Harper, um, I believe, has got into a bit of trouble with the mob. Um, when I say the mob, I mean the real, like, American Italian mafia. I don't know how he's got involved in this. Um, I think it's to do with Chicago Town Pizza, or maybe even Papa John's. Something to do with pizzas. Um, so he's having to lie low this weekend. He's gone completely, like, not into witness protection. Maybe witness protection. He's in witness because he's around there in Manchester way. Um, so, yeah, you've got me solo today. Joy of joys. We're going to have to do a solo show like the Patreon ones. So let's go straight into it. It was a big away win. A big away win. Uh, down in the big smoke, down in London, late in Orient, 3-1. I never thought we were really in trouble in the game. It was a weird game. I thought it was a, a poor game. I thought... We played pretty poorly, to be perfectly honest. Didn't think we played anywhere near as much football as we have in recent weeks. Certainly nowhere near as much good football as we played on Tuesday at Carlisle. I thought Orient looked okay, a little limited. Um, but, you know, we've won 3-1. We've gone there. We've put in a, I thought, you know, like I say, not the best performance, not free-flowing, but to use a cliche, and I hate using these, but let's use it. It's a sign of a good team when you win and win comfortably without playing well and we certainly didn't play well nowhere near our best today three goals Paul Lewis with the opener good ball floated in Vaughan with the header back across Lewis puts it in it's well over the line Danny Lloyd follows up just in case but it was well over the line Kane Woolery with a great finish Vaughan tracking back a little slide tackle I thought it was a foul at first but on the replay clearly wasn't got the ball no complaints from them Woolery races through and it's a fucking great finish right across the keeper, drills it, bottom corner, and then substitute Kieran Morris, who came on for Danny Lloyd at time Hope, again, the Lloyd thing, I know he was ill last Saturday. That's why he didn't play. And, you know, he was subbed on Tuesday as well. So maybe it's either a knock or he's not, you know, maybe not trained all week mainly. Maybe, um, hopefully it's just a precaution. Morris comes on and scores a fucking diving header off a corner. Great corner from Liam Feeney his delivery when he gets it right is fucking spot on and yeah a great diving header from Kieran Morris who's in the goals and a great option it shows the strength we've got that he comes off the bench for Danny Lloyd 
and gets the third. We let them straight back in it, which was annoying off a set piece. It was a stupid tackle, silly foul. Good ball whipped in by them. Davis couldn't do anything. But then we saw the game out. They had a couple of little... Ta- they didn't have any real chances. But they got in behind, put dangerous balls in. Taylor had a chance immediately after. And Davis makes a good save, to be fair to him. Um, but we saw the game out. Vaughan, it's a bit of a concern, went down, didn't he? Um, it looked like... I don't want to tempt fate, but it, he didn't look happy. It looked like he was holding his, you know, his groin or something like that. You hope it's just a precaution. Nugent comes on. He had that one terrible left foot half volley slot where he slices out for the throw-in. Um, but you could see in like the last 10 minutes, certainly in them bloody six minutes of injury time that we had, then we ended up playing nearly eight. His cool head. We just kept the ball. We really killed the game during injury time um, and saw it out, which is very professional, which is unlike Tramier, isn't it? And a fully deserved, I thought. We just got in did the bare minimum that we had to do and got out with a 3-1 win against a very limited Leighton Orient side. They say the main concerns is Devon and um, Lloyd injuries. You hope neither of them are serious and you'd like to think that you see both of them lining up on Tuesday because we got... The games just keep coming, don't they? Thick and fast this Tuesday. Another full fixture list. Newport at home. They're two places below us. And then next Saturday, Crawley at home. And then next Tuesday... We go down to South End. I don't care. They're down the bottom end of the table. They went to Forest Green um, on Wednesday and won 3 0, or 3 1, it wasn't the end. And their bloody centre half scored from 45 yards with an absolute ridiculous strike. And then, yeah, two weeks to, two weeks tomorrow, Sunday the 14th, Mother's Day, uh, and the anniversary of my dad's death, which is, adds to the, you know, it's going to make that day a heavy day, isn't it? Um, Sunday the 14th of March. Um, down to Wembley, Papa John's Pizza, the Paul Harper Pizza Delivery Man Trophy Final at Sunderland. And um, yeah, I've said I'm going to make a cup final song and I'm instantly regretted it. So we'll see how that goes. I'll try and get something cobbled together. I've got two ideas. So Snooker Loopy and Loving the First Degree by Banana Rama. Both are ridiculous, but I'll see what I can do. If anyone can help me with lyrics for Loving the First Degree by Banana Rama, I've got the chorus. I won't give it away yet. Um, if anyone can think of any trauma related lyrics for the the verses in Banana Rama's Love in the First Degree, please fucking tweet me at Matt Hibbert because I need all the help I can get to get this done. Um, we'll get to the tweets in a sec. A little rundown of the league table as it looks. Cambridge got a late win. They kicked off late, quarter past three away at Port Vale, and the 85th minute winner. So they stay top. We've got two games in hand on them. If we win our games in hand, we go above them. That's the main thing. Cambridge top 55 points. Cheltenham 2 0 away winners today. Um, second, 53 points. Forest Green, who played the late kickoff today, Colchester, um, 51 points level with us. We are fourth on 51 points. Goal difference of six. So, you know, two more goals today. Well, three goals, but two more goals plus add to our thing. Morecambe, defeated today, drop. They played the game more than as well. They're below us. Minus one goal difference, but on fifth, crazy, and at 49 points. Newport, um, how did Newport get down today? Let me just double check. Oh, wait, there, we'll do that. We'll, I'll, I'll go through all them fucking things later. Bolton, up to seventh in the playoffs. Another win, five wins on the run for them. 93rd minute, Sean Miller gets the goal against Barrow. Everything's falling for them at the minute. It was a bit like when we went on that winning run where, you know, by all accounts, I've, I've done a little bit of research, unusual for me, I know. They, um, they've not been playing that well. The fans still aren't really happy with Everett and, and you know, how he plays. But you could, five wins, seven out of, I think they've won six out of the last seven, five on the bounce. It's a hell of a run. And they've gone from, I feel like, 19th, 20th or 19th, five or six games ago. 
up until seventh. It shows how tight the league is. That, you know, that run of wins can take you from there to there. And there's a few other teams to keep your eye on. Um, Bradford, they're getting motoring. Mansfield were in great form, but it shows how it can go the other way. They'd won five out of five. And then they had a little COVID like break enforced, and they've now lost three on the bounce and without a win in five. So it can go both ways, can't it? Like Oldham today, going and getting a, another away win. We saw that they're handy away from home last Saturday when they held us with 10 men. It's a crazy league. It really is. And there's some strong sides. Carlisle, you know, beaten at home today by Oldham. And they looked a good side on Tuesday. Two home defeats in a week. and They've got the games in hand, but the momentum has shifted. Now, without a win in four, it's, it's just a weird league, isn't it? You've got to think that it's starting to maybe see that it's going to be, you know, Cambridge, Cheltenham, Forest Green, ourselves, Morecambe, if they can hang in there, Newport, Bolton, Exeter, Salford, Carlisle, Bradford there. You know, that's 11 sides it's going to be between. So I'm still convinced that the squad we've got, hopefully, like I say, Vaughan's thing isn't serious. Lloyd's hopefully was a precaution come off at half time because they're two vital players for us if we lose them for any considerable amount of time I would start to be a little bit more concerned um, certainly Vaughan because striker wise all we've got is Nugent the young lad Jolly and without them you know take them out there's not much there Walker Rice isn't an outright striker losing Ferrier and Payne you know left us a little bit light up there but you know we've been lucky this season with injuries really let's be honest so Again, and let's hope the luck continues and Lloyd and Vaughan's injuries aren't that serious. I haven't seen any post-match stuff, so maybe it's been commented on. We'll maybe find out later tonight when is uh, Hill's post-match press it goes up. But things are looking good. You cannot argue with a 3-1 away win. Certainly down, you know, far away down in London. You can never complain about just thinking again. We're saying this about all these games at the minute, especially the away wins. Just imagine like what a day it would have been down in London. You'll get the train down. You know, get to, there's always a weather spoons. Not that I like, advocate going just to weather spoons. You know, you, you normally try and seek out all weather spoons, don't you? Get like a brekkie or a lunch, steak, nice little BLT, a few pints down. You get in the ground, get the train home. It would have been a great day, but you know, great three points. Not the best performance, not vintage by any means, but we got out there, did the minimum we have to do. Didn't get out of first gear, pretty much neutral for the whole game. But three points, and uh, we march on. 16 games to go. We are four points off the top. Level with the automatics for screen as they go into their late kickoff. It's all to play for. We say it every week, just keep winning, keep this consistency going. And like I say, wins like that when we're not playing well count for so much. So yeah, fingers crossed we can carry it on. Let's get to some of the tweets, shall we? Uh, before that, man of the match, hard to choose. I thought I thought George Ray did well again at centre half. He's come in. You know, if you'd have said to most of us, you know, back in September. August time, September when the season started, October. Would you fancy George Ray being back on the team? We'd have been like, absolutely fucking not. Before him, you'd have, you'd have had Sid Nelson, Manny Monthe, and Mark Ellis. But he's been outstanding, hasn't he? He's been outstanding in the FA Cup. He was outstanding in the Papa John's. And he's been brilliant the last three games playing there. Sid Nelson, I presume he went off, didn't he? I think on Tuesday. He just can't catch a fucking break, this kid, can he? Breaks his nose in like his first two games for us. You know, Plays brilliantly in the playoffs and the playoff final semis against Forest Green and the final against Newport a couple of years ago. Then just gets bombed out. Manages to get his way back in, playing it right back out of position. Puts in a great performance on Tuesday. Gets injured again, has to come off for Lee O'Connor. O'Connor comes in. It's, this is where we're seeing the squad depth that some people said we had a bit too big of a squad, maybe. Um, we've shipped some guys out. It's coming in handy. Rydell's comes on today for Woolery with 15 minutes ago. Just shores it up. 
it's you know it, these players they might not have to be like Rydell's might not be starting now but he's a great player to come on and bring on he can play centre off I think he's every time I've seen him at centre off Rydell's I think he's been fantastic and he's just you know solidifies that when we needed to shore up because they were getting a little spell together late in Orient during the last 15 minutes and yeah it's just that Morris coming on for Lloyd strength and depth bit of luck with the injuries let's stop getting silly yellow cards Liam Feeney got a stupid one for bloody taking five hours to take a throw in an injury time Scotty Davis has always got a yellow card in him and he for time wasting uh, James Vaughan I think he's our most booked player to be honest actually James Vaughan I'm not 100% sure but I swear he's got I think eight yellows this season which seems high for a striker um, I don't know when the ten yellow thing has gone it probably was already gone there where you get um, a ban if you get 10 yellows and it goes up to 15 after a certain point doesn't it um, but it's looking good looking good like I say big week coming up two big games Newport who are two places below us um, they would go above us if they beat us on Tuesday for instance their goal difference is stronger um, so it's a big big game another game we've got to win you know and then Crawley at home Next week today on the Saturday, big games, winnable games, and games that the squad we've got, the way we're playing, and the momentum we've got. You've got to look at them and go, yeah, we fucking win all these games. No, fear no one in this division. We shouldn't be. We're Trammy Rovers. We've got a good squad, and we're playing good football. Not today, but we didn't have to today. We did the bare minimum and got out with three points down at Leighton Orient. Right, let's get to the tweets. Starting off with one from Fletch. Thanks for all the tweets, by the way. Always get in touch at this is Trammy. You know, post-match we always put the tweets out and this is how we do these, especially when I'm doing a solo one without Paul, PH Level, Harper and JK. Um But just, you know, even during the week, any thoughts, if you're enjoying the pod, tweet us, we always enjoy doing it. Tag us in them as well. At Matt Hibbert, at Paul Harper 82 and at JKOHH and of course at This Is Tramia. First one we got just after full time, it might have been just before actually, uh, from Fletch, a regular contributor, regular listener. Don't you just love it when a plan comes together? Every one of them, but a little mention to George Ray, see, great minds, up the salt and pepper whites, Matty James, promotion it's got to be hasn't it, that's the aim Nathan Morton, can we play away every week, great win, table's looking good with two home games coming, let's take advantage and then we will really be in the driving seat, Dave Holmes determination to win, doesn't matter how you win but there's been a fight from this team I can see us getting automatic promotion this league is mad and anything can happen that's the overriding thing, I think I've said it repeatedly we all have that it's a, League 2 can be a crazy season at the best of times with everything that's going on in the world right now this is an even crazy season with all rights with the start we had the first like 10-12 games when we were shite we shouldn't be anywhere near where we are but then the other part of your brain is like if we'd have just not been so terrible for them first 10-12 games we could be fucking 10 points clear at the top but you can't think like that we're writing amongst it and uh, it's all there to play for, isn't it? Jay Evans, Morris with a diving header, three shots on target, three in the onion bag, stuff of champions. Give us the trophy, Rick Paddy, you little rat. Birkenhead, one time. Uh, Rob Denman gets in touch. He's always in touch again. Thanks to everyone. Getting in touch, all the regular listeners. Uh, ruthless, whenever we attack with quality, that's a great shout. When we get it right going forward, we just look fantastic, don't we? Great tactical changes to stop them coming back into it. Morris was excellent when he came on, and Ray has nailed down his starting place. O'Connor is the only weakness. Keep it going, Keith. Yeah, I, I wouldn't agree with that. I thought O'Connor was good again today. Otis Khan obviously cemented his place at right back um, and offers us something going forward. I do like O'Connor, though. I'd like to see us maybe try and sign him on a permanent if we could in the summer, much like the Callum McDonald deal. Um, yeah, and Otis Khan hopefully will be back maybe not this week you'd hope certainly by 
it was three to four weeks, wasn't it? And that was like ten days ago. So you'd like to think he'd be back in contention maybe next Saturday for the Crawley game. Uh, classic Tranmere picks gets in touch. A great account. He always tweets out. Normally on the day of a game, he, he goes into his archive and tweets videos of pretty much all games we've played against previous opposition. So some great late Orient ones this morning. Go and give him a follow. Some fantastic content. He says, another top away win. Started sluggish, but scored against the run of play, then grew into the game and never looked like losing. This team has the look of a promotion side now. Roll on Tuesday, another big game. Rob Tyler, massive win on the road, another brilliant team effort. Just hope Vaughan isn't too badly injured. I think we're all praying and hoping that's true. Hopefully out next uh, win in London will be on the 14th. Up the fucking Rovers. Kenny Clark didn't need to get out of first gear. Great minds again, Kenny. Uh, soaked up their pressure with the forwards. We've got this always a chance. Fingers crossed, Vaughan's okay. Yeah, fingers fucking crossed as well. Robert Brand, massive result today. Forget the kebab, it's salt and pepper ribs. Roll on Tuesday for another cup final. Yeah, I think it is a donner. I had, um, for all you kebab and your music aficionados, last week I felt it was like quite fancy a, a donner. So I had um, a mixed sheesh. Like lamb, cheese, and chicken kebab. It was fucking nice. I had some cheesy chips as well. Loads of garlic, mayo, loads of hot chili sauce. Honestly, the kebabs from Yummies, no matter what you get, chicken, sheesh. I'm not a big kofta fan. I'd never get that. But if you get the special, the yummy, oh, should I get the yummy special tonight to celebrate? Ooh, I am starving. All I've had today is a smoothie and a freddo. So we'll see. And I've been up, went for a fucking 10k walk. It was actually like 10,000 steps. It was like five, six-mile walk this morning down Levers Causeway. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see a little bit later what Tash fancies. Uh, Denise Hayes, um, singer-songwriter Denise Hayes and Katie Sloan been regaling me this week with their Tramia songs. They've been coming up, trying to help me out with mine. They've come up with some fucking bizarre like, Oasis covers of Lee Jones and stuff like that. Um, she says, the sun is shining, the temperature is finally into double digits, and we got a massive three points Operation Escape League 2 is still on and all is right with the world. I even smiled at Norwood scoring for Ipswich. Happy, happy Saturday, folks. Yeah, Norwood back on the score sheet and um, they've not been happy down there, the Ipswich fans, have they? But um, so it's weird how when you start winning and your forwards start scoring, suddenly everything's right with the world, isn't it? It's weird how that works. Guy Fagan, not always pretty, but we took our chances when we had them. Fantastic game management again. Saw what Lewis offers today, getting stuck in and popping up the far post. Very untrammy like performance. It's a good point, that, about the game management. That one thing that, you know, Mickey was sometimes criticised for, and I think it was unfairly, he he knew how to turn games. He saw it at Wembley both times and both the winning playoff finals. But Keith Hill's been very good at it, making subs at the right time. He saw with Nugent on Tuesday, creating the winner, coming on, changing the system a little bit. Um, and you saw it today with Rydell's coming on for Woolery, just shored it up and saw the game out with a um, minimum of fuss. At Ogley UK, great result. Shame I fell asleep first half. Pouring wine on me at half time. Woke up at full time to a winner. I do agree that the first half, certainly the first like 20 until we scored. I mean, Nick Ray, we're like, fucking hell. What a, we used the phrase, it was a non event of a game, wasn't it? The first 20, 25 minutes until we got the goal. Um, and uh, yeah, just a poor game. But again, I don't want to be overly harsh on Leighton Orient. I thought they they didn't look like a bad side, just a bit limited and short on confidence. Which you know they've not been on a great run there. You know, stuck in mid table, really nothing to play for at the minute. Um, not looking over the shoulder. Um, but again, they're fucking eight points off the playoffs. So you know they fucking they haven't won in five, but there was three draws in there. So if Leighton Orient can you know. That seems to be if you win five on the bounce, suddenly you're right in amongst it. So, and sponsored by Harry Kane as well, so you can't begrudge him that, can you? 
get the league table back up there. Uh, Sean Stokes, listening from all the way over in Hanoi, I think it is. Just, I don't want to get it wrong. I think it is in Hanoi, in Vietnam, yes. Uh, not a great performance, but the three points is all that matters. Vaughan's work rate is class. Hope he's all right for Tuesday. Yeah, echoing our thoughts again. Dave P, massive result. Keeps the momentum going. Nice not to be nervous for the last three minutes. Yeah, I'd echo that. That's what I said on the pod on Tuesday. I was like, can we fucking win a game? by more than one goal so I'm not sat there I, I was still to be honest when they put six minutes on I went fuck even with two goals you're still thinking like, it's just a trammy fan way of thinking you're just going we're going to fucking trammy this aren't we somehow but no untrammy like as someone else said uh, Tom Gill fantastic away performance I thought Orion were excellent but for all their possession territory we limited them to very few chances and scored goals at critical times nothing flashy just professional against the proper ball playing opponent yeah let's see I don't want to come across like I've been to Arsenal I thought they tried to play on again a pitch which wasn't the greatest certainly like the bottom half where the, the the sun didn't get to it, it was pretty it looked like our pitch last season um but they tried to play you could see they weren't one of these fucking physical hoofball long ball sides so fair play to them alistair barrett says one step closer and a good set of results bolting apart yeah late winner fucking 93rd minute everything's going right for them at the minute isn't it? Uh, west yorkshire swa another three points chalked up thought the subs made big contributions seeing us home comfortably morris was very good rydells and nugent did their jobs when they were asked to Wallery on fire at the moment up the whites andrew sullivan superb today controlled it well we seem to remain calm even when the opposition have their tails up now with a winning mentality on nonchalance that we won't lose so neither yellows that's what i said as well that i hope won't cost us in the long run hope vorney is okay uh, daniel clausen massive result considering we didn't get out of second gear six wins from eight there's no reason we can't win this league get in clive challoner good win away clive challoner no relation got to get that in it's the poor harper um catchphrase he seems to use in it um i'd love it it turned out that it was a relation to dave challoner clive tell us if you are even if you're not just say you are just so i can say paul harper's got it wrong really appreciate that a good win today not able to dominate possession as we normally do but still able to make and take enough chances to win scotty's save at 3-1 was very important if they got to 3-2 we could have been in trouble i thought ray and morris were outstanding it's a good point and i raised it earlier that save from the corner straight after they made it 3-1 from the same guy Jamie Taylor he'd scored um, with his feet I think it was scrambled away and we cleared it one of them because they get a second in quick succession their backs are up the tails are up and we're from backs to the wall but it was a great save and it was, he didn't have any saves to make did he you know the header he had no chance with the goal and he makes that one save and that you know keeps him at bay two goal leads yeah well played Scott Davis I've been critical of him in the past I thought he could have done better with uh, Colal's second on Tuesday. I thought he could have done better with Oldham's first last week, but a great save that kept us two goals ahead. Callum Dyer, convincing win. Thought Feeney was class again, and O'Connor did well to keep Wilkinson quiet as he looked their only real threat. Hope Vaughan's not picked up anything serious. Come on, the Whites. Nick Flynn grinded it out. Dug in, got the important three points. Hope Vaughan isn't too injured. He should have come off 10 minutes earlier for Nugent. Great win on to Tuesday. Classic Tramia says, celebrating, by the way, chicken and garlic and Oh, chicken and chili and garlic sauce from the chippy. Happy days. Oh, it's a hell of a shout in I am. I think I've got my mindset on yummies though. So, will it be a kebab? Will it be a doner? Will it be a chicken and a lamb? Will it be a yummy special for the first time? I've had a yummy special in about fucking two years or so. Certainly not since the pandemic hit. Um, I actually said Brad from Looks at Rabor to um, he asked for a recommendation. I said get the yummy special. It'll do you for like a scran now and then in a few hours when you're hungry again. And trust me. 
chef's kiss emoji little one there um, Stephen Rawlinson good win and get, uh, without getting that second gear after a slow start what could have been part of the game plan scored when we had to still frustrating to concede from set plays and lose our clean sheet yeah I'm sure the defenders especially Scott Davis won't be happy about that but you know, it's very small on the list of complaints, isn't it, when you come away with a 3-1 win. Martin Oliver, great win. Wasn't the prettiest of first halves, but hung on. Better in the second half. Took our chances really well. Hoping Vaughan is just a knock, nothing more. His influence on the side is immense. Fully agree with that. Clark and Ray at the back were great. Great finish from Wallery. Up the tram, yeah. Um, John R. John Royden gets in touch another regular listener Britain brilliant performance by all we lacked edge when Vaughan came off but professional performance kudos to Hill for making the sub to go five at the back for the last 15 minutes Declan Evans another huge win for the Super White Army a good all round performance three chances three goals Vaughan is a worry signal during the celebrations of the third to come off hobbled off 20 minutes later Nugent should have come on at 3-0 for me I missed that Like I, I knew because he, he went down with we thought it was a head injury and the ref stopped the game um, you just got to hope it's a twinge and he's gone get me off but he didn't look happy coming off as it's a worry because it's one place where we are a bit like it's Nugent otherwise isn't it and like you know England international one goal one game for England um, but yeah you don't want to lose our talisman isn't he Vaughan we've said that spine Peter Clark Jay Spearden Scott Davis James Vaughan is vital to us so hopefully again fingers crossed it's just a knock and a precaution. Uh, Trammy and Matt, winning by being clinical rather than playing well is the stuff automatic promotion is made. Uh, Run Conlance, White, under 11s. In a really good position now. Keep this form up and we will make the top three. Joy to watch the lads with so many season pros. Don't think we will bottle it. Uh, Perry Rutter, we've played better this season, but a 3-1 away win is massive step to promotion. Just hope James Vaughan is okay. Everyone's echoing the same sentiments. The last couple of ones here just come in. James Dolphin, excellent win, never got out of second gear. Bit of a personal stat. I was born in the season, we beat Bolton in the playoffs. My son Teddy was born in the season, we beat Boreham Wood in the playoffs. And my daughter Amy was born the season, we beat Newport in the playoffs. So hoping there's some good omens there. Um, maybe, just in case you don't want to... Wear a condom for the next few months, just in case. Do you know what I mean? Um, let's get promoted this season, and then maybe try and have a kid next season. You know, but let's see how we get on this season. I'm not sure if that even makes sense. What I've said, but you know, I'm sure you get the gist of it. Um, but a nice little run going there. It seems to be children equal promotion for the Dolphin family. So excellent, Scott Wilson. Great to see Lewis on the score sheet. Often overlooked, but great engine and always trying to get in the box. Morris class again. Really stepped up in recent weeks. Alex Duncan says up the whites. Bring on Newport Super White Army. That is all the tweets caught up with. This has been me doing a solo effort. So it's going to be a little bit shorter. You know, normally me and Paul waffle on for fucking up to and over an hour at times. Um, we certainly didn't on Tuesday when again we always go let's try and keep it to half an hour let's just try and keep it to half an hour and with the idea that I can try and get it up before six I think that's happened twice this season so um, yeah thanks for all your tweets I'll have a little look now on my Twitter let's have a little look see if anyone's got in touch with me probably in the fucking now um, just a great win all around wasn't it yeah I'm still reeling from fucking uh, fantasy football heads here going for the tangent I um triple captain Raheem Sterling because it was a City it's a double game week City playing two games and he never dropped Sterling even in like the little games he never dropped Sterling he normally put, makes him captain um, drops him today completely didn't even get a second brings Phil Foden on doesn't play him for a second so I need minimum a hat-trick from Raheem Sterling in midweek preferably could he get five or six goals I need something from him just a little one about my triple captain it means normally whoever your captain is if you don't know fantasy football works whoever your captain is gets double points you know, and you normally want it to be one of your midfielders, but he's actually a striker. So you're like a bit, Bruno Fernandez is a shout, Salah, Mane, 
um, Sterling or De Bruyne or someone who's scoring goals assisting from midfield you, tr- you get once a season you can triple captain someone so you want to pick it when there's two games in a game week and normally like a Sterling or a Fernandes something like that two years ago I picked Lee Rosane when there was a Man City game week and they played twice I forget who they played in the first game but they played Everton in the second right he didn't play him at all in the first game Guardiola so he didn't play at all he then played 45 minutes against Everton right one point he got so I tripled so times three he got three points for Lee Rosane but I, fucking as Sean Stokes said never City and double game weeks do not go together you're right mate and I'll never learn my lesson I should say a couple of years ago I actually got it right and it was the penultimate game week and Man City played twice in it and I triple captained De Bruyne I think he scored two in both and set up I think I got something like 70 points which has got to be a fucking fantasy league record certainly for me I don't get 70 points most weeks let alone from one player so that's my fantasy football league woes everyone I'm sure we all suffer the same things don't we Back to Tramia. I wonder if it is there a League Two. Someone should set up, set up like a fucking Championship League One, League Two, Fantasy Football League. A lot of effort. Someone with you know knows algorithms. Paul Harper, fucking get off your lazy arse and set that up. Leaving me in the lurch today. Ooh, I've got a cook for me, Mrs. Kids. Get your priorities right, mate. They can wait half an hour to have the fucking fish fingers and chips and beans. Or just order a pizza in. You, you're the fucking you've got a fucking trophy named after you that we're in the final of. Jesus Christ, J.K. is still in prison as well. Can you believe that? I'm the only one here holding the fucking four together. Me. Like, Jesus, James Norwood running the line on his own for an entire season and scoring the goals to get us promoted. That was, this is Chamia. Um, the instant post-match reaction. We do this after every single game, whether I'm doing them solo with Paul Harper or Jake Keogh. Uh Thanks for listening. Thanks for continuing to support the podcast. Listening figures are great continuing to go up in fact and rise even higher which is you know a testament to you know we enjoy doing them and we like to think the quality is as, as good as we can possibly do in our limited budget big shout out to our sponsors of course cover our running costs our subscription fees on soundcloud uh the trammy rovers official supporters club they've got more retro shirts you've got the retro tracksuit top like the john aldridge ens tracksuit top coming oh i've done it like the retro shirts the ens ones this will be a belter and i'll have even though i'm not a big fan of like shiny tracky tops from back in the day I'll have to get it. Like, I mean, my mum always used to be like terrified of it when like shell suits, like on Bonnie Night, be like, like there was a big like scare campaign went of like you go near a bonfire, you go near a firework in them shell suits, you will just burn up, you will just be set alight like that. Um, so hopefully this one's more flame retardant than the old early nineties trackies. I'm sure that you know if they're our official sponsors, they'll sort it out. No bother. Um, a shout out for Mr. Looks at Reboards got loads of Wembley gear available um, Pretton Park South mugs hats all that malarkey you got the Wembley bucket hats which I bought two of back in 2019 of course you know, I took them they've been to Ibiza with me been to Dominican been to Wembley um, been to fucking Diano <laughs> anytime the sun's out get that bucket hat on so yeah you know and of course get down there's loads of official merchandise in the club shop as well they're doing um, virtual tickets as well the club are doing they to raise money for charity um, I think us and Sunderland are both participating in it. I think they've nearly raised ten thousand pounds, which is fantastic. You know, times like this, charities are struggling more than most because you know every, people who would normally donate haven't got the money themselves because of you know job losses, COVID, anything like that. So um, if you can afford it, buy yourself a virtual ticket, support the club, support the charity, and uh, yeah, onwards and upwards, another big win, another great win. But again, without getting that second gear, got the job done. We go into another big week. It, honestly, like. 
it just never stops us. And I'm, I quite enjoy these Tuesday Saturday games because there's nothing else to do in fucking lockdown. Like it's given some sort of routine and some like normality to be able to do. Like it's not the same as going the game, is it? But you know, it's something to look forward to every week. Two games a week, and then Tuesday and Saturday, you know, you're going to sit down for two hours and watch Tram. You know, you can have a drink. You know, have a Freddo like me and Nick do. Have a fucking giant can of Iron Brew that we do every game for moment bargain. So yeah, it's something to enjoy. This week we got Newport, who were two places below us. Um, Tuesday, next Saturday, Crawley come to town. Mark Wright and his Towie crew. We owe them one, don't we? From earlier in the season when he smashed us four 0 on Tuesday night. We go to South End um, a week on Tuesday, and then we are two weeks tomorrow. Saturday the fourteenth of March, Mother's Day, the fucking fourth anniversary of my fucking poor dad's death god love him um sunday the 14th of march sunderland and the papa john's poor harper pizza delivery man trophy so hopefully i can be raising a glass not just to my old man uh not just to me mum on mother's day but um to Tramia winning another trophy at wembley it would be nice wouldn't it right then folks we will be back hopefully poor harper and maybe even jake keel will be joining me on tuesday night newport at home we will see. We'll see if Paul can, you know, be asked to come on the, his podcast. Lazy Paul PH. He's now got a new nickname. It's not just Paul Big Time Harper. Paul Big Mouth Harper. Paul fucking Lazy Arse Harper. Yeah, that's what it is. PH level. Too much money from his fucking periodic tables getting sold. Still don't even know what his favourite PH is. Is he an acid man? Is he an alkaline man? I'm strictly alkaline myself. Get in touch. Where you, what's your favourite number on the pH scale or what's your favourite um, item on the periodic table? At this is Tramia, at Paul Harper 82 at Jake Keogh, and at Matt Hibbert on Twitter. If you've got any ideas, again, I think I'm going with Bananarama's Love in the First Degree. I've got the chorus, I think. If you've got any ideas for lyrics to do with Tramia and Wembley and the current playing squad, uh, the verses from Bananarama's Love in the First Degree, please tweet me or DM me because I need some help and I'm instantly regretting saying I'm going to make a cup final song. That is it. We'll see you Tuesday at This Is Tramia as well. Get in touch if you enjoyed the thing. Go and leave us a five-star rating and the review on Apple Podcasts. Go and subscribe to us as well, our podcast feed on Spotify. And of course, go and follow us on SoundCloud. You can download it there to your computer, do whatever. Listen, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We will be back on Tuesday with the Newport game up the fucking Tramia. I'm going to Yummies for a hearty scran and I might even have a bottle of Pacifica as well. Up the fucking Tramia. See you Tuesday. (laughs) 